0: police the mean streets of the internet because hey somebody's gotta do it and then we let you be the judge the jury and the executioner in the court of public opinion coming to you live from neo chicago i am
1: officer kevin hi everybody i'm officer peter griffin you cut out there i I don't know if i actually wanted to hear
0: that but uh you did cut out uh, folks, we're recording remotely again due to uh, due to something in the news. Uh, not really, not really a politics guy. Not really a news guy uh, outside of everything we talk about here. So, right, don't exactly know what people are talking about. But we're not allowed to. Uh, we're not allowed to leave. We're in lockdown. Yeah. Hey, what we're are we in I do code wrong? red? What the hell did we do wrong? That's what I want to know. Am I am I in trouble? Am I grounded? Come on, you yeah. gotta tell me.
2: Those
0: the rules? Let's give a quick thank you to our guest from last week, Asterios Kokonos. Thank you, Asterios. <laughs> and the crowd is going wild for a returning champion
3: to Thought Cops.
0: That's right. Of course, I'm talking about Brett Mercer. From Big Time Garbage? How the hell are you,
4: Brett? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Now, I don't think my tongue should be that far out of my mouth due to this whole COVID thing that I've been reading about for the past oh, five minutes. Unbelievable. What's, what's cooking, fellas? Not much. How you doing? Oh, dude. Great. Just chilling in the, uh, in the house where I've been for the past couple weeks. Yeah. The rules. Rules. Yeah. Far be it for me to criticize the government, you know, but um, I've had I've had just about enough of this. (laughs) I say somebody somebody ought to do something. COVID or the government. (sighs) Have you guys heard it? You guys uh, read up on this COVID thing at all? Yeah, I was just doing a little goofing around at the head of the episode. Of
0: course, I know what this is. I know what's going on. I know that people are out there coughing and they're doing the waza thing and getting people sick it's not good <laughs> right that's
1: that's why yeah too many people referencing 90s commercials and it's just it's destroyed everybody
4: it's not good the covid-19 uh, disease much le- much like the Budweiser was up commercial uh, campaign is uh, literally sweeping the nation
0: once again sweeping the nation you know what but uh you know times like these uh they bring about Change. They bring about. They bring about uh, new ways to entertain the populace. It's like, Grant. It's like I always say. Uh, the past two weeks, podcast
1: to the people. I'm gonna have a mental breakdown. I think is what's gonna happen. I think the signs are already there.
0: So, Brett, you and the big time garbage crew have been hitting it hard. You know, among the conditions at play currently, you guys have been. Streaming on Twitch almost every single night
4: We are not stopping until we figure out Through the art of riffing and goofing around with our friends How to fix this problem Yeah, we've been, uh, every night we've been going on Twitch And just basically just doing a loose version of the podcast With like an open invite to whoever wants to come on Whoever Mm -hmm. wants to uh, groove with us in the chat It's, it's, It's kind of fun, I kind of like it a whole lot And I, I I never want these COVID times to end. To be honest,
0: yeah, I don't care. I honestly wouldn't care. You know, if we're having fun, I, you know, everything else is collateral damage, as far as I'm concerned.
4: (laughs) There's a couple uh, of things we could figure out, sure, like how to make people not die is at at, at the rate that they're dying. Sure, sure. uh, You know, something about the economy, but I mean, look, as far as as far as content goes, (laughs) I mean, content overall, in my opinion. Right, the studio audience is booing me for saying that oh. COVID is actually good. That's all right. Well, okay.
0: I mean, fair enough. You know, uh, I understand where
1: they're coming from. I mean, those of us that are like of healthy, uh, I won't say mind, but healthy body that are just sort of stuck indoors. It's its sort of like you're in a hyperbaric time chamber, you know, like just time's sort of been elongated, you know, and it's like you can do whatever you want. Are you
4: guys getting that thing where you can't... You, you don't know what day it is. You don't know what time it is. Yep. Where you, like... It seems like time this whole time has been just a, a, an illusion. It's like limbo. Yeah.
1: I'm also losing my mind a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, your, uh, your stream's been uh, a lot of fun to watch. I joined once and then the stream failed spectacularly as soon as I joined. But Interesting. Honestly,
4: that was the one night that we didn't actually stream anything. Well, we did stream something, but it wasn't anything of, of substance. It right. was the one time that the the technical difficulties got the best of us. Which we, de- I definitely want to have you back on. Yeah, ASAP. I mean, I'm, I'm not doing anything,
1: but um, no. I like I like the whole setup is hilarious, and you have like a green screen going or something.
4: Yeah, I got the the, the first day that I was like. Basically, that I was sure that everything was going to be shut down for a while. Mm-hmm. I made sure to run out and get a blue tarp so I can use it as a keyable background. Probably That's not the I best got. way to use my time in public, but hey, the people power podcast to the people, like podcast, podcast to, like to the people. <laughs>
1: well, and I liked. Uh, I think one of the first times I tuned in, uh, I think after two or three days of you guys doing it, I I jumped in the chat and like you had set up the stream to make it look like you were Howard Stern and you were putting different (laughs) people on the couch.
2: (laughs) So you just do like
1: stupid shit like that, like drag people's faces (laughs) over certain images (laughs) to make it look like you're in different settings.
4: That's one of the, one of our signature bits is me uh, hopping into the Howard Stern studio and claiming that we are the number one uh, Twitch stream on the eight o'clock slot. (laughs) <laughs> and finding other people who are uh, streaming at 8 o'clock Eastern time and, and saying that they're dead, saying that they're <laughs> dust, trying yeah. to find the Twitch ratings to no avail, but nonetheless disparaging them for trying to come after the king of all media, me and my friends. <laughs> Another Fair one point. that we've been doing is uh, we've been putting people or some we've been doing like uh, uh, wrestling promos. But like behind the Joe Biden uh podium in front of his oh, fake yeah, backdrop. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> been good. Yeah, we're we're it's like it's different than the podcast because we get it's like a wider net of like people who can call in. It's not just like friends of ours in real life, but rather just you know, whoever shows the slightest amount of interest in coming on. It's been it's been tight. I've been really enjoying it.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I think that brings about sort of like an interesting shift because uh, Bright, you're also a stand-up comedian, and, hey, the, the clubs and the bars are closed. You can't uh, be going around <laughs> doing shows, you know, and
2: yeah.
4: all
0: that stuff. Yeah. So people are finding alternative ways, and, you know, this is a great way to get ahead of that.
4: It's been r- really interesting to see the way that uh, COVID-19 has impacted the stand-up comedy community, specifically, like, the Facebook uh, a cohort of people that that i see the post from most often yeah you know because uh, like in the early in the beginning when everyone was still just like oh what the hell you know we, we can't go outside they were like how am i supposed to do stand-up comedy <laughs> and looking back on that now it's like you don't need to ever do that again <laughs> 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 yeah. just, just give it a minute the i mean there changing, is change, man there is something a lot
1: of- to oh sorry go ahead
4: I was going to say a lot of people are doing like these virtual open mics which I can't imagine is any fun or productive at all. Kevin, and, you did one? Yeah, I've been
0: doing a yeah, a friend of ours has been doing it and it's it's different because obviously you can only hear the host when he's laughing mm-hmm. if you're lucky. And <laughs> otherwise, I mean, it, it's kind of it's kind of interesting like our friend uh Brandon Kirkman was doing one and he he puts on like a crappy movie like playing in the background and like it's kind of similar where he just drags people's, like, video feeds into this, like, bizarre whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's something. I mean, it's not exactly, like, the same experience you get from going on stage. but uh,
4: For sure. And it, it is a way know. to get your material or, you know, your writing out there and verbalize it. But it's it's I, I've always felt, like, as a, a, a criticism of stand-up comedy is that it's it's very slow to change. And so yeah, it's interesting yeah. to see how like these setbacks have challenged people to do like, yeah, like, like you said, like more like streaming content or video content. And I, I've seen some pretty good, like some pretty good stuff that I don't think I would have seen had it not been for, uh, uh, uh amid these, uh, unprecedented times. True. But, I mean, you know, we're trying to do the same thing. We've been streaming on Twitch, uh,
0: quite a bit recently too, at least a lot more than usual because, you know, people are uh, starving for content and as soon you know, all these movies that were supposed to be getting filmed and there all this other, you know, video games and uh, big entertainment that has been delayed due to the uh, pandemic you know, that's going to run out, you know, soon enough they're not going to have any movies and all they're going to have is uh, us at the end of the world How, how yeah. comforting a thought is that, huh? Yeah, <laughs> <Not, laughs> yeah Not, yeah, not uh, very. Yeah, uh, yeah
4: the day podcasts took over. <laughs> it is funny to think about, like how the movies aren't going to be made anymore. And, like, like how do we treat the last uh, couple months up until this point? Uh, we had a bunch of people redo Sonic. I think that's kind yeah. of funny. <laughs> like, you don't know what you got till it's gone, and that's that's the perfect. Like, I, mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the new Sonic a lot more than the old Sonic, but that's our legacy that's, uh, now. Yeah. And how will be remembered when <laughs> the aliens find our corpses. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, with, the, like, the streaming every day thing that we've been doing, like, it's also, like, really helpful in keeping, like, my schedule kind of regular. Yeah, yeah. Which has been the biggest, like, that's the biggest thing with this staying inside thing. It's, like, like if you want to, you can do nothing at all. But how long will that you know how 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 long can you maintain your sanity without that like the routine you know yeah Uh, it's not good i don't know know. know.
1: i'm sort of i'm using it as an opportunity to uh explore the depths of my own insanity you know uh like i stayed up until 8 a.m last night slash this morning uh just like fucking around with Streamlabs trying to get like all the settings correct so that it looked good because it's just been it's been a nightmare with this old fucking shit ass computer but, yeah. uh, you know, there there is a point where it's just like, well, yeah, you know, I don't have anything that I have to do. And mm-hmm. why do I do the things that I feel like I need to do? You know, sort of thing like you can really you can do whatever you want so long as it's not go outside and be social. But, you know, I, I, <laughs> I, I'm sort of come turning around this corner that's sort of like, well, what's the idea of productivity in and of itself aside from just like i'm being busy just to feel like i'm busy because i feel like i need things to do it's like ah, maybe take a couple steps back you know don't focus on just like how do i be more productive it's like no one's producing anything really we're all just sort of fucking around like maybe take a couple steps back and then like focus on hey what should i actually be focusing on and for a lot of people i think that's sort of like well i i don't know you know
4: right right like it's, it's, it's hobby season, baby.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, I, I do have a, a, a weird theory that like, uh, you know, people our age who are in the workforce right now, you know, we very rarely get the opportunity or even the means to like, to, to vacation yeah, or to right. really do leisure the way that like past generations have. And it's like, this is, we're, we're about to take all of our vacation all
1: at once right now kind of relaxing in that in that sort of sense you know and in a sort of depressing sense that vacation is like just you stuck at home by yourself but at the same time it is like i don't know i feel like vacations that i usually take are sort of uh you know you you go run around you see a bunch of stuff and then a week after the vacation you're fucking exhausted from you know having done all this stuff but it's just (laughs) like a stay-at-home order you know if you you close
0: your eyes and kick back and uh, don't read the news it's like you're on Copacabana
4: (laughs) a weird Copacabana with no newspapers yeah you know just uh,
0: close your ears close your eyes and (laughs) drift away to uh,
1: vacation land I'm imagining that I'm on little St. James Island right now it's a lot (laughs) less relaxing than Uh, your vision is that your meditation
0: routine
4: (laughs) yeah man Bad uh, visualization. Uh, yeah, I like to strap on the old VR headset and and watch that YouTube video of the drone footage they got of that particular island. And just be like, ooh, and then I like to play a lit just softly in the background. Uh, Cheeseburger in Paradise, you know, um, right? All your favorite Jimmy Buffett songs. Of course, I can yeah. think of many that I won't name right now, but probably a dozen. Yeah, yeah, dozen and a half. Maybe. Yeah, there's a lot of them.
0: There are a lot. And speaking of a lot, we got a bit of our own show news today. Uh, like we said, we've been streaming on Twitch more than ever. Give us a follow. Uh, if you got Twitch Prime or if you got Amazon Prime tied to your Twitch account, give us a subscribe. It helps us out financially. Uh, Twitch.tv slash ThoughtCops. Check it out. Don't miss a beat.
1: Grant, you've been uh, you've been doing a little side project of your own, too. Oh, right. Yes, I have been. Um, so, you know, as as a result of being laid off from my day job, uh, I've been taking my day job to the masses. Uh, I have...
4: <laughs> Audible gasp from the audience. Whoa. Uh,
1: I have a uh, fitness Instagram channel. Uh, it's at... What is it? At GM Fitness 312... And there's also a YouTube channel that I don't, I don't have enough followers right now to have a uh, individualized YouTube URL, so you're just going to have to go to that Instagram page and then click the link in the bio, and that's my YouTube channel. What's the name um, of the channel? I, it, it's just Grant Mooney. Okay. It's just my name. So if you search that, you might come up with a bunch of different things, but I'm a, I'm a channel. I got that guy with the mustache that's doing the, the fisticuffs pose. That's the channel. if you find that that's the one uh and yeah i've just been doing a couple videos on there of you know i i for the most part despite the fact that that's the industry that i work in as a day job um i kind of hate the fitness industry and i especially hate fitness instagram pages and you know all these uh what do you call them influencers and whatnot that you know they put up these videos that are like uh 12 different leg workouts you can do and it's like well But how do you know that you need to do any of those? And how do you know that you're doing any of them right? So I like sort of – I've been making almost sort of lectures of this is what you should be focusing on and why you should focus on it and, you know, things to take into consideration regarding all that type of stuff. So, uh, you know, if that's something you might be interested in, uh, give those pages a follow. Give the uh, Instagram page a follow and give that YouTube channel a follow. It's at GMFitness312. Awesome. Hell, yeah. Hell yeah! You and gotta stay active. You gotta. Times like these, you know,
0: you can't. Okay, want to be real here. You can't just be podcasting. Okay,
1: right. You can't let your body go. You gotta be. You
0: gotta be working out more than your lips. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> I mean, I I do I have experienced the uh, You know, the phenomenon in which your body Goes and your mind starts to go and Man, my mind is barely fucking hanging on So like, you know, having Doing a little bit of running every day Doing a couple push-ups, a couple squats Stuff like that It 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 keeps my mind from, you know It keeps me from turning into one of those Characters from the movie, uh, The Lighthouse If you know what I'm saying
4: Yeah, I do I've never seen that particular film <laughs>
0: Brett, pause the recording and uh, go ahead and uh, yeah, buy it. Buy, go ahead and buy that on Amazon right now.
4: Amazon Prime. Yeah. Instant. The Lighthouse. Print. Yeah. So if if I'm to understand, uh, this is a, a 2019 psychological horror film? Yeah, that's, that's one. correct. Yeah. And if, and if I'm not mistaken, this is directed and produced by Robert Eggers. Mm-hmm. No. And if I'm not mistaken, he, uh, this is the guy who co wrote this screenplay with his uh, brother Max Eggers. It sounds like you did watch it. <laughs> <I got laughs> well, all he, he just, parts of the movie.
0: He just paused it, resumed recording, and he's now wow, an expert on okay. the subject. So thank you, Brett, for yeah. doing that. That's, uh, yeah, that's incredible you. dedication. Uh, we want to give yeah. a quick shout out to one of our listeners. Io Netrunner, made a list for us of all the movies and content. Music, video games, media, what have you that we've reviewed for our spin-off podcast, fire bros. So uh, thank you to him
1: mm, for we'll that. We'll toss that. We'll toss that like in the, uh, in the, uh, on the website under the descriptions and stuff like that. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, I'll toss that up onto Patreon
0: yeah, for so, everyone
1: to look at. Yeah. So patreon.com slash
0: thought cops. It helps us out a lot in these trying times, uh, we do a spin-off show every single month called Fire Bros. We review different media, determine whether or not it is safe for public consumption, and determine whether or not to burn it or save it. And <laughs> Runner was kind enough to make a list of everything we've uh, done for the show so far. So, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. And Grant, uh, you were on, or you know what, real quick, speaking of Patreon, we also have our ride-alongs, which we're going to be recording some of those as soon as this is over. Uh, If you are kind enough and uh, charitable enough to donate to our $10 tier on our patreon.com slash ThoughtCops page, you get a ride-along every month, Uh, in addition to all the uh, tiers before that, where we will... We'll, we'll spit roast, we'll talk shit, we'll do whatever, you know, give us a topic and uh, tell us to go nuts and uh, we'll we'll do so. You know, someone will, you know, it's basically you can weaponize the the voices of two strange men on the internet to do a
1: podcast about the internet. Literally, yeah, literally anything you like for, you know, a short amount of time. Like, usually, I think we try and cap them around five minutes or so, but, you know, just any, anything you want to hear us talk about, you know, just... Uh... Hit up that Patreon.
0: Yeah. Helps us out quite a bit. Yep. And Grant, you were on the Rich Dickman show this week. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, I called into. I think it might be a bonus episode, so it might be paywalled. It's uh, actually not behind a paywall.
0: You can find it on the RSS feed as well as YouTube. I checked. Great episode. Highly recommend checking it out. The Rich
1: Dickman podcast, chronocast number four. But, uh, you know, if you, uh, uh, Rem was on, uh, six episodes ago or something like that, uh, you know, if you, if you like him, if you listen to his podcast, if you think that type of stuff is interesting, uh, go to, go to his Patreon page and get behind his paywall and listen to me talk about, uh, basically my fitness Instagram page. Like I just was talking about. Wow. Yeah. So this is what it's like when worlds collide. (laughs) <laughs> it, it truly is. Yeah.
4: Now, can I ask you guys a question? Absolutely. Are you ready to go? Go where? Because I'm ready to go. I get it. All
2: right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's that was, that's what I was going for, man. Thank you for uh, really tying it all in <laughs> together for me. Some Tony Alex Pro scared 2 uh, base humor there for, uh, for the. Uh, oh, right, right. So this is what it's like when words Anyway, moving right along oh, to. I get it.
0: Moving right along to our very famous, very favorite segment of the show. Two minutes of hate. where We like to blanket punish all this irritating gobbledygook we see on the internet every single day. Uh, let's go off on it without further ado. Uh, sometimes I feel like these two minutes of hate, they're not specifically hateful. They're not specific, you know. Mine are. Sometimes, sometimes they're just. I'm observ- always hateful. They're just observations, you know, they're, they're not always whatever, you know. And I, I will say I wanted to give my two minutes of hate shout out to uh, the Twitter account who pointed this out it was uh, at Mandalay Gay, which is one of the <laughs> best uh, Twitter handles I've seen. <laughs> Um, He pointed out uh, Harry Potter is for liberals and Sopranos is for leftists. Basically (laughs) I feel like the uh, political discourse can essentially be boiled down to uh, you know neoliberals deciding what house their favorite politician would fit in in the Harry Potter universe whereas uh, leftists will be comparing uh, politicians to characters from Sopranos or extremely specific scenes from classic episodes of the Simpsons. <laughs> I Brad, I feel like you have to have seen this at some point. I know we kind of uh wander uh, in the same circles on Twitter.
4: I've definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've definitely seen the hate towards uh the Harry Potterism or the oh, Harry yeah. Pottering of uh of, of like uh, polit- political figures and stuff like that. Yeah. It's but a, it's I a I guess I, yeah, I guess I am interested how that's any different than uh, comparing people to other forms of media.
0: That's the funny thing about it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, I guess, like, Sopranos is better than Harry Potter. Okay. So, like I said, those are my politics then, sure. <laughs> Good outfits.
4: But I also think that, like, th- there's a, uh, like, this soprano-izing, <laughs> the sopranoizing, the yeah. sopranoizing, uh, uh faction of this is doing that in like ingest, jest like exactly
0: yeah it's not exactly to be taken entirely seriously yeah but right.
4: then there's also if, sorry go ahead oh just uh like if you are going to compare you know something complex to something simple in order to make it understandable it's it's Definitely in your benefit to be like, yeah, this is a this is a uh, a, a reduction of this thing yeah. as opposed to right uh, a one to one comparison like like oh this person in Harry Potter was um, they had this I, I've never seen Harry Potter so I don't know what I'm saying right here but like oh yeah they're they're oh yeah that's uh that's mm-hmm. just out of my <laughs> ass a Dumbledore yeah. right I just right name yeah. I came up with. <laughs> Like it should be. I it, do feel it, like I, I don't know. I don't know. Like it, it at least should be. Like I know. I understand the how ridiculous it is to to boil it down to how simple yeah a children's book is. You know what I mean. True at, least, at least Sopranos. I just feel like
1: the the big thing with the Harry Potter references is that there's just so many of them, and it's just such a tired, worn out trope. You know, like. Yeah, I don't... Uh, every once in a while, it's sort of like, okay, well, you know... But people have been overdoing it for years upon years at this point, And it's like, literally just reference anything else. Reference Game of Thrones, or reference the fucking Golden Compass, or literally anything else. Um, but it, with what you're saying, Kevin, there's also sort of like a... Uh, there's been an uptick in people that are... You know, it's similar to when Low Res Bread brought in the situation of people talking like Nick Mullen, you know, just because that's the yeah. way that he talks and mm. utilizing some of that, like, buzzwordology and stuff like that. Like, there are a lot of people that I've noticed now that have started watching The Sopranos because Chapo Trap House talked about them. Absolutely. because Cometown did, like, a parody of them and they're like I got to watch the sopranos now because my f- and now you see like this overabundance <laughs> of it because these fucking like you know for lack of a better term uh idiots just <laughs> yeah. like you know have globbed onto something that mm-hmm. they're only doing it for sort of the outward you know the outward uh accolades you know from other people Mm mm-hmm. mhm
0: yeah, honestly, anyone, anyone with over 20,000 followers on Twitter, basically take any of their hobbies and interests and just go ahead and graft it onto your brand, and you'll, you'll get right <laughs> ahead. That
4: <It laughs> yeah. is true. Mm-hmm. Now, it, I think there is something to be said about, like, you know, these tool, these two... Schools of thought, whether whether it's Harry Potter or Sopranos for your politics. I mean, it, hey, isn't that a perfect summation of, of, uh, of politics? It's either you are from an Ivy League elite school for special people or you're a criminal mobster who is in the sanitation <laughs> business, actually. And when you put it that way. More or less. Yeah. So my punishment for this is, uh,
0: I don't know, I just want to see Harry Potter and his friends go to New Jersey and.
2: See, you know, see, see what
0: happens. Maybe uh you know have a little run in with uh at the bottom bing, perhaps.
4: <laughs> I woke up this morning, got myself a broom. Oh ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Brett, do you have a two minutes of hate this week? Do I have a two minutes of hate? Uh I mean Look, I, I I will say this. You know your your Harry Potter uh, Sopranos gripe is is cute, but my two minutes I hate this week is the coronavirus COVID nineteen the novel influenza ah. <laughs> sweeping the nation. I don't. I I'm sick of it. I think it can take a hike. I think. Oh. um, no! We'll have we have we to censor actually, this episode. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is this is too hot for TV. I don't yeah. care who I piss off these days. I'm going crazy. You're a changed man, brat. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's jeans is the thing that has been holding me back this whole time. I haven't put on a pair of jeans in a couple of weeks. Here, so. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm actually I'm wearing jeans for the first time right now in like three weeks.
1: Not a fan. Dude, I, I haven't showered in three months. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I haven't washed my hands in five years. <laughs> I would say, though, uh, my, my two minutes of hate we were kind of talking about this briefly before we started recording, but like there's, um, and I I should reiterate that my, my social media feed is largely comedians who will take the, the, um, every opportunity to make a joke about something, Mm -hmm. no matter how, you know, researched or thought out it is. And so there's this, this phenomena of people like understanding that there's like a, big presidential election going on that a lot of people really like Bernie and, uh, like, they're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not a political, I'm not, political stuff doesn't concern me. And then, like, as soon as this, uh, this virus hit, then the political takes come into play. You know? It's like, I I thought, I thought this was something that he didn't like. Now it turns out, uh, gotcha. (laughs) So, I don't know. I, 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 I don't understand the world that people live in, where they can think, "Ah, oh, yeah, this is just a bunch of b- bullshit that doesn't concern me." And then, as soon as it actually concerns you, go like, not acknowledge that, like, not at least go like, "Oh, I was, I was wrong." These, right. there, there are forces at play here that have to do with my well-being. I, this is an I, so outrage! Guess, uh, all of a sudden, right, right. I'm just like i'm I'm the outraged police, and I'm going you should have been outraged before apologize for not being outraged before yeah uh I guess blanket punishment would be um you get your you get your twelve thousand or twelve hundred bucks last. How about that? Yes, I think I read something online that said that it could take up to
1: five months for the checks to come in for people. Well, that's I did great. see that too so yeah you get it you get it six months from now. <laughs>
4: Yeah, well, what, what what can you do? I don't know. What can you do? Because it's it's political, and I, I don't really involve myself with that kind of thing. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah. To confuse is- it, money. I, I I don't know. No, I I know nothing about it. Hey, stop talking about politics. I'm trying to talk about the problems with the unemployment office right now. <laughs> oh, everyone's busy talking about like oh politics this politics that, and and I'm just happy that like the they at least covered uh, independent contractors. Not right. that that's a political thing or anything like that. Hey, yeah, I just want to grill. because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, Look, hey, don't blame me. I voted Giant Meteor. Okay?
1: <laughs> Lay off me. Uh, I just want a grill, but they shut down all the public parks. Why do they have to involve politics and everything?
4: Here's what I'll say. If you, if you just want to grill, you know... There's a certain roasting that could be done, and that's to our elected officials. You know? oh, oh, oh. <laughs> really hold them to the fire. Oh, if we're if we're talking about grilling meats, uh, a, a politician who who's actually uh, out for our, our best interest. Now that's rare. Like a like a cooking temperature. Right. Yeah, 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 like this. Oh, okay. yeah. Very rarely can I look at the government and go, "Hey, well done." <laughs> wow. Yeah. We really like stuck said, it to them this time. Yeah. I don't care who I piss off these days. <laughs> they're uh, they're they're never gonna. I was waiting
1: <laughs> for the soundboard, but I was waiting for the soundboard to come back in. All righty, then. very Thank nice. You. All right, well, my uh, my two minutes of hate this week. Um, you know, as, as we all sort of spiral down the, uh, fucking mental black hole, uh, is also my mind latched onto something politics related. And this has sort of gone a little bit viral, but I don't think it's worth talking about on the show because it's sort of just like an anonymous, or maybe not anonymous, but it was a Reddit post that people have been sort of sharing and dunking on. I'm going to put this in the podcast chat right now. If you're at home and you're listening, uh, just search, I think it's Dave Rubin subreddit political compass. And this is that. So if you pull that up. Oh, that's real? That's, that's
4: real, real, yeah. I thought someone did as- that a joke. Oh, my God.
1: As far as I know, it's real. It might be a joke. You know, the, the issue with this type of stuff, and I, I got a couple sort of segues into this sort of, uh, this sort of abomination, I ah, it it could be real. I'm I'm willing to say that it might not be. It might be a troll, but at the same time, there's a lot of people that have seen like argue within the merits of the sentiments of you know of this level of thinking. If that makes any
4: sense, I I, I just want to uh, ask people. Just on the street, Billy on the street style. I want to go up to people with a microphone and go, sir, for a dollar, who's further left on the political spectrum, Adolf Hitler or AOC?
1: You might get some surprising answers. I'll be completely honest.
4: <laughs> and then <laughs> or, who's, who's further left on the political spectrum, a- uh, Adolf Hitler or
1: Bernie Sanders? Or who, who's further right on the political spectrum, uh, Stefan Molyneux? Or, um, or, um, Martin Luther King Jr., who (laughs) argued for, who argued on the behalf of, like, socialistic redistributionism. Oh, my. (laughs) god, So
2: there's,
1: (laughs) there's all these things. So, of course, Dave Rubin is, like, blank center, um, uh adolf hitler is far top left corner bernie and aoc are on top dennis prager is to the right of them donald trump and paul joseph watson are below that (laughs) ben shapiro's softly to the right of them and a little bit below then it goes uh kennedy and jfk to the right um Tim Poole is sort of like hovering around the libertarian left. At the bottom left-hand corner is Jordan Peterson, (laughs)
2: who's
1: (laughs) apparently some sort of anarcho-syndicalist, which is hilarious to me. And then the top, top left corner are SJWs.
4: Off the map. Off (laughs) the map. (laughs) Wait, who's the guy just above uh, PJW and uh, Daddy Trump? Um, that's Dennis Prager. Oh, uh, okay,
1: okay. Creator okay. of Prager University, the accredited one the, college. Uh, one of the best YouTube channels out there.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So, like, yeah, It when I look at this, I, I think, yeah, someone's doing a goof. But at the same time, people have made these arguments that, like, I've heard Dave Rubin say, You know, that Martin Luther King Jr. Today, if he were uh, still alive, he would be a conservative Republican. Like, these are not things that are that outside of what I've heard repeated by certain people. Um, my, My issue with a lot of this shit is just, like, the complete misunderstanding and misuse and misappropriation of any sort of political spectrum in general. Which, insofar as I'm sort of concerned, is completely meaningless. Like... Some of these words are used in such like a loose fitting manner that it means like absolutely nothing. You know
4: what I mean? Yeah. This is actually a game of darts that they all played. (laughs) (laughs) That's where they all got. Of course, Dave Rubin is a
0: bullseye there in the center.
4: Yeah. He's by definition a straight shooter. Stefan Molyneux is right underneath him. Uh, Dave Rubin was um, he was doing a tour uh, pre COVID times, and uh, he was coming to like you know venues around the United States on, a, on his tour where he I guess does a does a talk and then opens up the the uh, the thing for questions and shit. So I got this advertised to me on my Facebook through a sponsored post and. As a goof, I'm a, I'm a bit of a goofball, you know? I also do stand-up comedy, right? So I, I, I commented it under, underneath uh, that sponsored post, like, I can't wait to open up this show with 15 minutes of stand-up comedy. Right. And um, my mom follows me on Facebook. Uh-huh. But she can only see like my public post. So she texts me. She goes, hey, how'd you get it? That gig with that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, well, good news and bad news. Bad news is I didn't actually get the gig. Uh, good news is I didn't get the gig. You know, <laughs> I just lied. I had to yeah. tell my mom that I lie on the Internet. You know? Wow, that's unfortunate. Kevin
1: saw Dave Rubin do quote unquote stand up once. Not great. <laughs> Not great. Really? Where was it?
0: It was in Brea, California, just outside of L.A. Whoa, Brea. Yeah, because and he would always do these like fucking bits. He's like, "We're in Brea." Like, he you would, did- he's he like, did. where the hell is Brea? <laughs> like you live in California. Like it was like the <laughs> laziest crowd work I've ever fucking seen. Where he just was like. Uh, welcome to Brea, California, uh, whatever <laughs> that is. Okay. Uh.
1: And then he did like the uh, the oppression Olympics thing, where he's like, "Who's been? Who's the most depressed here? Who's the yes, most?" Yes, he did. Yes, he
0: did. Yeah. Ooh, God. And then somebody in the audience raised their hand and like, "I'm gonna attack helicopter. Uh, uh, look at me. Look at me."
1: <laughs> Good oh, stuff. God. Uh, Wait. Brent,
0: what's your punishment for this?
1: Um. Ah, oh, man. Um. I think my punishment for this is, uh, speaking of The Lighthouse, which I saw, I don't know, a week ago or so, whatever the fuck day it is, um, you know, there's the, oh, well, ah, I don't, I don't want to ruin the movie. Fuck. Okay. I, I got a better one. Oh, no, good um, thing Brett's already seen it. Yeah, good mm-hmm. thing Brett's already seen it, but for some of the people that haven't seen it yet, um... If you've seen Pulp Fiction, for instance, you know, there's... What about uh, Harry Potter? Do you got anything for that? If you've seen Harry Potter... (laughs) No, I don't have anything for Harry Potter, but Pulp Fiction, you know, they're carrying around that briefcase, and you open up the briefcase, and it's like this gold light, and you're like, what's that gold light? Well, that happens to you. um, That... That happens to you. you. You you witness that gold light and you see like all of the entire political spectrum, you know, shine before your eyes and you fall down a circular flight of stairs and birds eat birds eat out your insides. Wow. Yeah. Just like what happened in the movie Pulp Fiction, because it's just it's so fucking frustrating. It's like people don't even want to look up what terms mean. They just figure like, yeah, like uh the left is bad and the right is good or like the one someone is more they want to do more things than other things and you know socialism is when the government does things which is the left but you know when the right does socialism that's just uh populist economics and it's just like you don't even look up what any of these fucking terms mean and people just spitball them out like fucking crazy and it drives me insane to watch people say things along the lines of like oh, the left is going too far left, or, like, oh, well, you know, the government's shifting right, and it's just, like, take a second and consider what the fuck you're even talking about, and, like, look up some of the fucking terms that you fucking need to know in order to even have an opinion on some of this stuff.
4: Fuck! Look, all all I see in this chart is a bunch of uh, high-level thinkers... And uh, who, whoever made this decided that Sam Cedar uh, should be on this uh, with everybody as well, right? <laughs> like, you no, know, like nothing. Like I, I like I like Sam Cedar a whole lot, but it's yeah. it's very funny that like you can tell this is this comes from a, a an internet poisoned brain. Oh yeah, because like there are, there's a lot of people that you could fill in, and I would be curious to see. Like I want to see the extended universe of this uh, Avengers. We got we got here. Right, like, wh- where more, like, I want to see more people on this map. But it's just funny that, like, of all the people you could con- you could consider uh, in order to make your point about who's actually left, right, authoritarian or uh, libertarian, like that, Sam Cedar would be involved in this, <laughs> or just Is he effective. really that popular? Um, I mean, I think
1: the majority report now has like 800,000 subscribers on YouTube. So I think he's starting to finally get up there after like years and years of cracking away at like a, you know, a public radio show for, you know, the past 15 years or whatever. But my, my favorite thing about this is that it's mostly like YouTubers, which is (laughs) hilarious to me that there's no, there's no representation of like an actual intellectual on here. Um, God, like in, in any sense of the word, like I wouldn't even call JFK or Martin Luther King Jr. necessarily like an intellectual, like they were public figures, but I wouldn't consider them to be like at the forefront of, you know, a particular ideology other than like civil rights or something like that. But the rest of them are like the president Hitler, uh, two politicians and then a bunch of YouTubers which is hilarious to me that that's like the
4: entirety of the political spectrum to right. people right I have I have five words for you uh, Mitt Romney YouTube <laughs> channel when that's a great question
0: Wait I'm beating breath
4: <laughs> hey, hey YouTube it's me Mitt Romney
0: <laughs> hey guys what's up Anyway, moving right along here, uh, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the internet's outrage-inducing news stories, and then we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and often quite unusual punishment. Well, boys, April is here. We're recording this episode on April 2nd, and that of course means that uh, April Fool's just happened, uh, but sad. Was canceled this year. What's next? Going to cancel Christmas? What's next? They're going to cancel Christ? I don't
1: know. That's that's about right. It's these fucking liberal ass schools that are going to cancel Jesus. So cancel culture strikes
0: again. Once (laughs) gone too far, perhaps. So (laughs) that's right. This year, April Fool's Day was canceled amidst the uh, COVID nineteen pandemic that is upon us currently. I'm sure there was plenty of, you know, goofs and pranks people could have fabricated on the subject. I, I, I couldn't begin to uh, even speculate on the subject, but this year, <laughs> it didn't happen. But there was, a, there was a big debate about it. All of our Twitter was just like, okay, yeah. guys, no pranks. <laughs> and then there was people fighting for it. There, there was people fighting for it saying, we got to laugh. We got a prank. That's how we get out of this alive.
4: And you know what? You're saying I bought these one thousand crickets for nothing. Okay. You're saying I spent all the last week buying ten, buying nine pigs and numbering them one through ten, but skipping eight for (laughs) freaking nothing. This can of snakes is gonna go bad by next year. You're gonna tell my kids that the the hand buzzer is gonna be rusting in the basement all year just cause your silly little, your silly little COVID pandemic. My
0: grandfather got laid off from the whoopee cushion factory. Hope you're happy.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're gonna tell me that I've been pranking multiple women in California beaches by flipping a coin and telling them if I win the coin flip that they have to kiss me. You tell, you're telling me that I did all of that for nothing and that I have to throw all that footage away and that I got absolutely nothing out of that? Okay.
4: I, <laughs> so you're telling me that I just need to spell, spill regular ink all over the librarian's blouse and it won't even disappear? That's just mean. That's just I would never do that. He I to, you him have to, to disappear. do it, though. You have I to do it. It's unfortunate. I've,
0: I've committed myself to that. You see, that's the thing. Nobody thinks about the fucking economy. Okay? <laughs> people are out of jobs because of this. Uh, now, granted, granted. Yeah. You know, they're... What?
1: Granted, Grant. What? Yeah, I'm listening.
0: People are dying a lot but from the uh, the illness so maybe it's not the best time for pranks and goofs I don't know but there was a, a debate raging about this on Twitter and I gotta say uh, April Fool's Day came and went and uh, not a word of Christ
2: hmm mm-hmm.
0: makes you wonder what's happening to the society it's really a
1: does damn shame.
2: It's a damn
1: shame. did you see any more about this grant no that's the that's really the extent of it uh, people were arguing and the day went by and none of it mattered. In fact, it felt like April Fool's was a week ago. Um,
4: <clears throat> I was pretty sure that I would wake up April 1st, crack a 2 p.m., look at my phone and see that, oh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average and uh, the S&P 5000, uh, uh, or hundred, I don't remember how many S and ps there are, but they, they they said April Fools are the markets are fine. Everyone, don't worry about it. But that wasn't the case. Hilarious. Yes. I thought that would be. The, I thought that was going to happen.
0: So the punishment this year, this week for this uh, holiday, put the Christ back in April Fool's Day. <laughs> That's right. Let's not forget the reason for the season. <laughs> Oh, we're not allowed to. We're not allowed to get together at church
4: anymore because of the sickness. Who will save us? Do you remember when Trump was like, "We're gonna get everyone back together for Easter. Easter is when everyone is gonna get together again." I mean, I, I thought I thought Trump was one of us. I thought he was gonna be like, "We're gonna get April Fools' back. We're, we're gonna we're gonna be back in public by April Fools' Day." And everyone was, it was Unbelievable. like, "Unbelievable! Oh, you doing? Yeah, this is America, sir." Yeah. I, I see in fact I'm still looking at this political chart because <laughs> Trump didn't do that I, I would actually move him in whichever direction is the bad direction on this chart which I think is further away from the center I, yeah I think so um, closer to Hitler definitely
1: uh, Graham what do you want to get to next here? Um, Brett do you have a sound effect on your soundboard that's like an Italian guy <laughs>
0: let me
1: think um sure <laughs> <laughs> do you do you got like a, a guy saying gabagool
4: or something the answer is no but um oh, we could, I, I could probably have somebody call in and do the voice no, that's that's cool just just use uh, they're already they're already calling in they're already calling in yeah hello
1: right. uh, uh, mozarelle all right, great, thank you. Uh, so, so, uh, clip that sound effect, and then I've got to, I've got to make sure to play the sound effect right after I announce this new segment. We got a new segment <laughs> on the show since we've been talking about it so much. Uh, the new segment's called Cuomo Watch.
4: What's that <laughs> <is>? <laughs>
2: Dude,
4: we kind of did a deep dive on the Cuomo uh, uh, g- g- contingency last night on the stream
1: <laughs> the Cuomo
4: contingency fuck that's so much better <laughs> that's so much better than what I had planned what, what do you got I, 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 I've become upset I didn't realize that Andrew and Chris uh, or Andy and Chris were related right um, and
1: they're the son of a uh, they're, they're the son of another former Cuomo who was another former uh, governor of the state of New York uh, God, just this, ye- this this year in general, yeah, we've seen we've covered the Cuomos in like two or three past episodes. And now it's like the floodgates have been opened because there's like four news stories. I kid you not four different news stories. And let's let's start off with uh, what's on everyone's lips right now. The one everyone's talking about. People can't stop look, looking away from it. It's sort of like the dress. It's like, what do you think is this, uh, blue and gold or black and white? Was was that your? Was that the the Italian sound effect?
4: I was trying to cue it up, but it started playing before I could hit pause. So. Uh, call it what you,
1: call it what you want, <laughs> nipplegate or nipplegazi. Have you guys seen Andrew Cuomo's <laughs> nipples yet?
4: <laughs> nipplegazi, I love it. <laughs> yes, I have seen this. Kevin, have you seen
1: have you seen nipplegazi yet? I'm looking at a picture here where his nipples are through a polo shirt. Is that what you're talking about?
0: Yeah. Zoom in on his right titty. Wait, are his fucking nipples pierced?
1: So that's the question that's been on everyone's lips is, does Andrew H- Cuomo have some sort of weird nipple piercing or what's going on there? The- these don't look right. We've seen other pictures of him in previous years wearing yeah. the same yeah, polo and his is nipples it? look normal, but you know, they're peeking out weird. What's going on? Do you have any theories? Nope. I've not put more than two seconds of thought into this entire uh, story.
0: What if it was perhaps a little bit cold and uh, his
4: nipples started to uh, widen and enlarge? But it's like a weird shape. Yeah, he's got X nipples. So, if they're not pierced, he has X-shaped nipples. If they're not pierced and he's got regular nippoids, he's wearing two wires. He's a
3: fucking rat!
4: <laughs> 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 Um, it is It is very clear. You can very
1: clearly make out the X, though. You know what I'm sort of thinking, and this might be, you know, a little bit conspiratorial, but I'm thinking he put on that shirt, and he was looking at himself in the mirror, and he's like, uh, you know, my nipples are pretty prominent right now. Like, they're sticking out a little bit too much. Maybe Maybe he had one of those impossible whoppers from Burger King and he was just looking at him and he's like, it's too distracting. They're just poking out too much through this shirt. I'm going to take some Band-Aids and I'm going to cover them up. I'm going to take one Band-Aid and put it <laughs> diagonal and then one Band-Aid going the other diagonal. I'm going to make little X's and they're going to be flush with my body and nobody's going to notice. Like pasties? Yeah, kind of. I think that's what he thought. I don't know, man. It looks a little bit like it. Uh, Band-Aids are flat, you know? Yeah, but you know, you know, when you put like a band-aid on your hand and you like squeeze your hand a little bit and the, the flat part that's not the adhesive part, it's sort of like pump. It bumps up a little bit, you know, like certain parts of the band-aid are flat, but uh-huh. this could be the portion of the band-aid where it's sticking up a little bit, you know, like it's it looks like it. I hate that I'm looking at this for so long. This is I hate this so much. I don't want to look at this any longer. This is disgusting.
4: I like to think that both of his nipples are X's and it looks like his torso just died in the cartoon.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> did you, did you also see uh, when Andrew and Chris were on... They, they, uh, Andrew Cuomo was on Chris's show on, uh, I think it was CNN.
0: Yeah, we right. t- yeah, we played that with, uh, the
4: But there's and, there's and a new. Called, uh, uh, Chris the meatball of the family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a new clip because they've
3: they've kept doing these interviews. Oh, I, I've had to learn and do stuff with the kids. I don't know why you take your shot at that. I mean, you know, just because you don't cook. I mean, mom shares her secrets about how to make sauce. Very few people. I mean, you shouldn't criticize yourself that you're not one of the people that mom saw as worthy to you know teach how to cook and make tomato sauce well look i i'm sure she would have it's just that you spent so much more time in the kitchen chris than i did uh, you were just available to her. You know, you had that, uh, that uh, always like mom's little helper in the kitchen. I really respect that. So I think because you were there and uh, always underfoot. Yeah, see, I don't see it that way. How many, I mean I don't spend see it that You spent years way. in the kitchen when you think of it. I don't, I don't see it that way. I didn't spend years well, in the kitchen. Well, I, I, <laughs> I didn't mean to offend you. I didn't mean oh, to oh, offend you.
5: I didn't offend you. you didn't anyway, okay. think it was no that you that's okay.
3: There's no offense taken. no offense taken. what think, I'm no, saying no, is... That you help mom in the kitchen was a beautiful thing. I had to do. Work, I didn't help mom you know? in the kitchen. Like, I, I, you're saying something a little now. different. She taught me things yeah. that she By chose way. not to yeah. teach you. Is what I'm trying to say. Make you don't sure, have to play ask, the sound. I'm asking a question. I just hold on. Can I hold just a question? You, you have where a are I'm you? I'm having a, Where asking a question? I just hold on. Can I ask you a, a question? You have where are you? Where am I? Are you? I don't recognize where you are. Where I am. I'm in my basement. But where are you physically? I'm in oh, my you're basement. In your basement. That's what I just said. Yeah, that's where I am. Are you in your basement? Uh, well, you spend yeah. a lot of time here, right? Christina <laughs> says she sends you there a lot. So kitchen and basement, that's where you spend <laughs> your life. Okay. Here's what I'm trying to say. I'm in the basement because this is where I have the availability to do this right now. I need to uh, be working at home. That's why I'm here. But mom, you don't have to play the sound. But last night, I was doing what I do for my family, which is make my mother's sauce. She taught me how to make the sauce, which is something that is very coveted. And she said, I can only teach... He, not she, he who will carry it on best. And you will see the B-roll of me cooking. My mother called me and said, and I was listening to her favorite, one of her favorite songs on Trey Bocelli. And you'll see, I had a picture of her behind me as I always do when I'm cooking in the kitchen. I always have a picture of my mother there to remember our bond and how I care uh, for her that she taught me how to make the sauce. She didn't teach anybody else.
4: And she called me global pandemic they're just wasting national tv time being like no you the fucking me follow the family no you are
1: the governor of the state of new york slash the (laughs) the 40 the 46th president of the united states of america and the host of a widely watched fucking cnn fucking news show fighting about who made the sauce in the family who's the um, biggest but- meatball
4: so yeah it's just it's just very funny to me that uh, uh, among this like look I, mean, I i i i'll say it like this i've said it before in fact i think it was the first person to say these words but amid these unprecedented times <clears throat> which i think i'm going to change the name of the big time garbage stream to amid these unprecedented times um <laughs> the CNN anchor is using his time on national TV who he has coronavirus by the way he was just contracted right. tested positive for it him and his brother who is the leader of the free world is what I call New York City right. New York State right he's a governor right yeah he's
1: a governor yeah, yeah Although so, people, like- people want him to run for president like since Biden's basically dead somewhere and people are using right. his body as a puppet, they're like, I'll oh, just make Andrew Qu- I know nothing about Andrew Cuomo, but just like, let's stick him in there because he's yelling about fucking, uh, you know, he's yelling at people to stay in their homes. Like, that seems like a leader.
4: Yeah. Yeah, they were saying that they were going to replace Biden with Andrew Cuomo. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's insane. But like, like, he's... There's the, a lot of people saying The governor... It. Have you heard that? No, I haven't. Look, there's some there's some rumblings out there, but look, I don't want to I don't want to speak out of line here, but uh, that would be hilarious and one of the funniest things I've ever seen <laughs> in politics. But the governor of the you know the state where it's hit the hardest is like on on national TV calling his brother like a, a, a meatball. <laughs> making fun of him for spending time in the kitchen learning recipes and stuff (laughs) and then the best part was they showed like home like cell phone video of him like with an apron on as if he wasn't just on TV like months before going like hey you call me Frida that's basically like the N word for Italians
0: (laughs) also they had that graphic and video ready immediately too
4: (laughs) Yeah. yeah it's its just anything is, to not cover Bernie's like uh, nightly address to the American public
1: right it it's it's theater you know we were talking about this mm-hmm. uh I think the first time when they were arguing with each other, you know about who's mom's favorite or whatever the fuck uh it, you know, and it was like, oh well, is this like a serious fight or is it playful or whatever there's no there's no chance that this keeps happening and that it's not just like oh well, you know. Uh, forty-five minutes into your uh into your show, we're gonna bring your brother on, and you two are gonna argue for about two and a half minutes about m- your mom's cooking. Like this is this gets good ratings. Like people are fucking talking about the Cuomo brothers non-fucking stop because of this shit. Us included.
0: You know, I'm beginning to worry. Like nobody passed down anything to me in the, re- in the kitchen, any, any interesting recipes or anything like that. Not that that was like mom's helper or anything like that. You know. Well, you, you
1: wasn't Italian. You weren't Italian. You know, you didn't learn the, the sauce, okay? That's that's my people. That's the Fredos. Uh, we learned the sauce. We learned the meatballs.
4: Oh! <laughs> yeah. uh, all you. I heard was a uh, meatball. Oh! like <laughs> Andrew yeah. Cuomo does clay. Yeah, more or <laughs> less, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe this is uh, an elaborate Andrew Dice Clay character. This whole thing—he's playing both Cuomo's, yeah, like a, a nutty professor situation.
2: Which I think that should be the
0: punishment. I think they should reboot yeah. the, the the nutty
1: Fredos or whatever. You know,
0: yeah, but, <laughs> the, the nutty Andrew Dice, Dice
2: Clay <laughs> plays all of them. <laughs> all of the comos. Cool
1: yeah oh my god i just <laughs> have one funny. i have one last news story uh since we already punished him and uh, you mentioned the uh you mentioned he has covid but uh we we talked about it a little i brought it up people are sort of pushing for him to uh you know take over the joe biden position as the front runner of the democratic ticket right now um i'm gonna drop this link in the chat uh If you're at home, just search the most popular man in America, Andrew Cuomo, and see it It should be like the the head of a magazine and just see what pops up and see what you think about it. So I'm about to pull that up. And this is a tweet comparing a side by side of Andrew Cuomo and then just a a naked guy. (laughs)
3: Jesus.
1: (laughs) But look at the way that he's standing in this. (laughs) <laughs> like a toddler that shit his pants that didn't want his parents <laughs> oh to notice.
0: He looks like he's about to break the internet. <laughs>
4: he's, he's pouring spaghetti sauce into <laughs> a, a chalice balanced on his tiny ass. about <laughs> no i love this i I, I love this picture because what i've been looking for in in the media sphere now that i've been uh doing all this twitch streaming is easily keyable backgrounds right so so i can just get that as as an asset and just place it right on top of the stream (laughs) yeah you could yeah (laughs) perfect
1: That's so yeah that's that's all i got as far as news regarding a cuomo watch or what did what did you say brett the uh cuomo
4: uh fuck i'll just re-listen to the episode later <laughs> yeah yeah it's a, it's a secret i didn't forget what i said it's a secret the cuomo the cuomo contingency like a cohort all right a the <laughs> Hey, are you, are you guys ready to vote for uh, uh, Andrew Cuomo, aka uh, uh, Are you ready to become CuomoX? <laughs> it's time for Cuomox.
1: Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right, Quo cool. cool. cool, Hoggies. Hey, we're not we're not here to defend the status quo. We're here to sta- uh, to defend the status Cuomo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: thanks,
1: thanks everyone. <laughs> uh, should we move on to key to the city? Let's
0: My key to the city this week goes to Jabuki on Twitter uh, He changed <laughs> his Twitter handle To CNN breaking news And Jabuki's verified So it looks real and it was uh, Breaking Joe Biden is not dead He's just getting some dick We've all been there <laughs> And <laughs> uh he, he they, t- they took his verification check mark away And um, uh he got banned But I believe he um let me see if he has His check mark back Nope
1: yeah, I think they take that away from
0: you. Crazy, crazy Is he a Banned? Well, he's back on now, but they did not give him back his uh, check mark.
2: Oh. Uh,
0: but you know what? He brings up an interesting point, and it really makes you think. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. uh Brett, did you have a key to the city this week? Something uh, nice
4: slash uplifting or cool? Key to this? C- key to the city. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give the key to the city to no one because no one should be in these public places right now.
2: Oh,
4: uh, the key has been in the hands of a lot of people. In fact, I'll, I'll give the key to the city to a to a couple globs of Purell. There we go. That's good. That's also, very, I keep on seeing Aaron only uh, OnlyFans video come up where he's sucking his own dick, and that's pretty good too. That is great. Or that. More of that content out there. That's what I want to see. Content. This coronavirus
0: is uh, giving us all kind of crazy content. You know, it's not all bad. Um, Grant, what's your key to the city?
1: Uh, My key to the city is a video. And I don't think we have to play the video because there's no really sort of important audio behind it, unless you guys haven't seen it yet. But it's this video that... I believe a bunch of Chicago comedians made, and I don't know any of them, but uh, it's this video shared by Garrett Williams at Bad Boy Gargar, G-A-R-G-A-R on Twitter. It's him and his four roommates that are all dressed up in, like, different pastel-colored, like, jumpsuits, and they do this weird dance to this, like, Europop song. It's got over 7 million views, and it's sort of, like, it's taken up the space in my mind that the uh, big baby song has taken up which means that I've been watching it 10 times a day every day since it was tweeted out you guys seen this I have not
4: I'm watching go, it right now it's go check it out it's with, entrancing <clears throat> without audio it's uh, it's alarming <laughs>
5: right
4: <laughs> yeah I'm watching it without audio because you know well
1: uh, put that audio on because it's uh, it's worth it.
5: I don't understand <laughs> Oh, oh like yeah. Yeah,
4: no, this this works completely. That's fantastic. I can't get enough of,
2: of <laughs> <laughs> we <found> together that. <laughs>
1: that's probably good. Yeah, that's
2: good
1: stuff. The people got what they wanted. They got what they're here for. So key to the city to them. And if you guys listen to Thought Cops, uh come on sometime. All of you. Yep. They're listening right now, man. They're coming. Probably. I don't see why not. I have no reason to believe that they aren't. Uh, do we
0: have
4: a word of the week this week? Um, I don't think so. Fuck. Um, unprecedented. That's good.
0: I feel like they're was. It's unprecedented
4: that you didn't have a word of the
1: week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, desperate, you're just saying that it's unprecedented. <laughs> desperate times,
0: you know. Um, let's see.
1: Quombology, the study of Cuomo. It's first grade, Andrew.
0: That's fair. Quomology, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first, folks.
4: The study of Quomo. Uh, I want to look that word up on uh, Google Quom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Before we get to our last segment of the show, which is the listener voicemails, uh, Brett, plug all your stuff, man.
4: Uh, check out uh, Twitch.tv/slash/bigtimegarbage. We go live every day at around nine, and we've gone as late as like three a.m. But usually it ends around eleven. It's it's completely open form. You can you can drop by. I mean it's it's just a way to keep us sane. Uh, we 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 do a, we, we we try to make it funny. We, we we get into weird YouTube rabbit holes and and uh, things like that uh the, the we are very responsive to the people in the chat, so if you want to hang out with us, please do this. It's literally all we got uh that's the only thing that I got going in my life right now um uh yeah I guess um yeah if you if you even if you want to come on just like hit me up and We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We yeah, I know. Grant's
0: been on. I'll on. I definitely plan on coming on soon. Um, we we got to get Grant. We got to get you back on. That doesn't yeah. count. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, you had, your, you had your one wish, man. You used it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> As your make a wish. Foundation.
4: But yeah, this we just uh, got to the point where we can uh, affiliate where we have enough followers to be nice. an affiliate so I, I i we're i'm still trying to figure out the platform myself but yeah you please keep, come, come come by fuck with us you got to keep
1: collecting uh subscriptions up until you hit a hundred dollars and then you can finally get a payout i think we're at like what 20 right now so it takes kind of a while
0: <laughs> something
4: like that <laughs> yeah. uh brett where can we find you on twitter and instagram and all that stuff uh, just at Brett Mercer on Twitter, uh, Brett Mercer with uh, underscore at the end of it and then on Instagram. Uh, I honestly I've been I've been really pulling back on my posting to social media now that like the Twitch stream has gotten all of my energy and takes. Yeah. That's when you'll see me at the spiciest. But yeah, it, Twitter is probably the best place to to follow me. Got a little Calvin I kind of been rocking for a little bit that makes me feel good. What is it? Brett, Brett Ke- underscore Mercer. Or it's no, Brett, Brett Mercer, Mercer underscore. underscore yeah and if you want to tweet at, uh, at Brett Mercer to give up his uh, longly inactive <laughs> t- twitter handle you can do that too hey same thing with uh, at thought cops tweet at that guy <laughs> fuck that guy give us our handle <laughs> these fucking people man makes me fucking they're, they're, sick Yeah, they're definitely not the meatballs of their family I'll tell you that Right. or maybe they are I don't know if that's good or bad I don't know either. They didn't really clarify. All right, let's
1: uh, hit those voicemails. Uh, if you want to leave your own voicemail that we can play on the show, uh, all you have to do is pick up your your cellular device, and you have to go to the phone, the little picture of the phone, and you hit that, and then you pull up the, uh, the thumb pad so you can put numbers in, and you dial... 312-788-7361. And then you save that number in your phone for a rainy day. You, you list that under Thought Cops. And one day when you're really drunk, you call into the show. That's the best way to leave a voicemail. Uh, if you're not capable of doing that, uh, record an audio file. If you're out of the country or something like that, record an audio file and send it to Podcast at gmail.com.
5: Hey, Thought Cops. I am here. And this week, my two minutes of hate is introverts. Now, I've always found them to be really annoying. They think they're all uppity, and they always depict themselves reading books like they're some kind of intellectual. Mm -hmm. But uh, with this self-isolation quarantine thing going on, uh, they're getting extra uppity and acting like they've always had the right idea by staying in and whatnot. And these are the motherfuckers that are like Like specifically, I saw somebody made quote unquote posters today on Twitter for like they're like travel posters. But, you know, like visit your bedroom or stay in the living room. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, that's easy to say when you fucking do that anyway and don't have a life. But for those of us that enjoy going out, it's kind of hard. So why don't you fuck the fuck off? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh... I'll keep doing what you're
1: doing. Thanks guys. Bye. Oh, thank you. So
0: travel posters for staying at home. That fucking sucks. Yeah. I feel like, uh, going to see where are you going to put them up where people
4: can see them in your home,
0: I guess, yeah. or on yeah. Twitter for clout even better.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I, I'm both angered at everything right now. And I'm also just this level of complacent or complacent. I mean, um, which is just to say like, uh, fucking, um, like that stuff bothers me, but I'm probably doing other things to cope with this shit that probably bothers other people, so it's just sort of this wish washy like, yeah, yeah, everything sucks, right?
0: Guys, you know what they you know what the corona chan took for me? They took away ninety day fiance. They're canceling all all recordings and indefinitely and What's that? I'm so sad.
1: Oh. Huh. Sort short of shorter than usual and it made me sad at the end. Yeah, usually those go on
0: for a little longer. They're a little more rambly, but yeah. wow, I, I really felt the pain on that one. Yeah. yeah. Anybody know what 90 they usually is? go on for
4: 90 days, but this one has been cut short for some uh, unforeseen reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, unforeseen. Oh, wow. Well. Have you guys watched that show?
0: I don't know I what am, it is. Yeah. Is it good? It's interesting. What <laughs> I is get, it? You could say that. 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, but what is it? Oh, it's like somebody gets a fiance from overseas and they know them for 90 days and they got to get married in the 90 days. I I don't know. It's like a mail order bride thing. It's a reality show. Mm -hmm. It's one of those Uh. things I had to watch at gunpoint once. (laughs) 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 No, thanks. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, look, I'm I'm about three episodes away from finishing Tiger King. So I'm going to need some new content to watch during the day.
1: I don't know how Apparently. we did this whole episode without talking about Tiger King once. It's pretty amazing.
4: Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, my two minutes of hate goes to these uh, these goddamn animal rights activists. They don't know what they're doing to people like me who are just living their lives. My two minutes of hate is for Carol Baskin, who better watch her fucking
0: ass. <laughs> and th- these are references you got to watch the show Tiger King to understand...
4: Probably not. I mean, just listen to how funny the voice is and imagine I have a mullet and like a handlebar m- or uh, one of those uh what are the what are the goatees where the chin is is. Uh, yeah shin. I have seen I've seen the guy on
0: Twitter, I've seen the like pictures of a horseshoe, of
4: him. a horseshoe. If you guys haven't watched Lost that show, show. You, you got it's it's um, it's incredible. I don't understand how it's so fucking good. But like yeah check check it out two two minutes of love to to that show that I haven't finished yet that's the most popular thing in the world right now
0: yeah see I feel like whenever there's something that just gets really popular out of nowhere I like to remain ignorant to it because I can like pretend I live in this like alternate mm-hmm. universe where I don't know what the popular thing is or I don't know what people are talking about like imagine if you just went to a, another you just went to a parallel universe and everybody was obsessed with this thing that you have no idea what it is uh, that's what I, mm-hmm. I get to pretend to do that every day when I hear people talk about Tiger King I don't know what the <laughs> fuck it is I don't that sound that sounds really cool man yeah man uh, it's like uh, it's like smoking weed dude Yeah, that <laughs> sounds awesome Anyway, I think that's about it for our voicemails. But like Grant said at the top there, you can leave oh, us man. your own at 312 788 7361. Give us a call. We're here for you 24 7. Brett, thanks so much for coming on the show, man.
4: Oh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate uh, it. I really appreciate it having me yeah, on. Own- I feel I like you're seen- one of
0: the funniest guys I know. So it's always a blast to get you back here on the show. Oh, that's
4: that's nice of you to say. I'm. I'm- that that makes me feel great uh, amid these unprecedented times. it's not, No, just one person laughs at me, going like, "Hi, man!" Oh, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, it is just one. It is just me, right, right. And that's that's why I couldn't be more appreciative of it. Anytime, man. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thanks for
0: uh, listening to the show. You can support the show if you like at patreoncom thoughtcops. Otherwise, we'll see you next time.
1: Thanks for listening.